with Eileen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Life and Curly Cues podcast with me, Eileen. Today, we are still coming at you from the COVID-19 pandemic crisis, whatever we are in right now. And, you know, it's... It's very, very slowly getting back to some type of sense of weird normal we're in. But we have another guest today. And yes, I know I have been MIA for a little while, but it's because I've been going crazy. And now I'm finally not going crazy because I was at home for so long. And now I'm not at home. Uh, Work-wise. Sorry, guys. Still living at home. Um, Today we have a special guest who I also met in college as some of my previous guests and she was one of the fun people I got to meet when I first started my like RA career at Texas State and today we are being joined with Jasmine via telephone because we are still social distancing and living all that stuff so Jasmine go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself hi uh, so my name is Jasmine Brown, like Eileen said, we met in college at Texas State. Uh, we were both RAs and Lama and Lama, oh my gosh, <laughs> Rotama and Laurel. Sorry, we were the Rotama Lamas, so it's, it's cute, you know? I know, Lamas um, for life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we even had like a little like Lama hand signal. It was so cute. We were all very like. I don't know, just corny. It was very time. cult-like the more I think about it, but it was like yeah. a cute cult. <laughs> yes, it was a cute cult, but we were very like, this is a thing and we love it. You know? <laughs> yeah. We were the biggest fans of our dorms. We had a lot of pride, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. We did win Staff of the Year, yeah. so there was a pride we for did, a reason. Yes. Yeah, we did win Staff of the Year, so I mean... We were obviously killing the game, you know? Lama <laughs> pride. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we met as RAs. Fun, fun times. Love it. Was glad to go back. Um, but now, or when I was a student, I majored in recreational therapy. Um, graduated in 2015 and became a recreational therapist and worked for, I felt like, I don't know, a huge chunk of my life, many, many years. Um, but it wasn't that long. It was like a little over three years mm-hmm. in mental health care, um, providing the patients with recreational therapy um, groups and, you know, leisure activities and recreation, leisure education and that kind of stuff. Um, and then earlier this year in January, um, I applied for a job at Texas Lions Camp, accepted the job, and then on February 1st, it was my first day um, on the job, which is like moving onto camp and, you know, becoming familiarized again with Purville and yeah. being, you know, around mm-hmm. like the professional staff all the time and, you know, having to change from, you know, I used to see you as like my boss's boss's boss and now you're <laughs> just my coworker, you know, my peer and yeah, so it's, it's been a strange adjustment but I still love it so now that I'm there, I'm their personnel manager. I basically just assist with hiring summer staff. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. Well, we'll come back to Texas Lions Camp and more of the story on that. Um, okay. But first, we got to get get the big question out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. Jasmine, when was the moment or a moment where you felt like, oh, shit, I'm an adult now? 
I think it was when I got my first job, uh, like official a first job, you know, as an adult, putting my degree in, you know, certification into work as a, you know, recreational therapist in a mental health hospital and, you know, applying for the job, getting a job. And then if, I feel like it truly did hit me when I was sitting in orientation and they had brought in some guy and he was talking to us about life insurance. And I was just like, oh, oh my man. goodness. right I was just like oh my goodness like I don't have anything you know it's like I have my car and that's it like I you know moved back in with my parents Um, the struggle is real Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do you know even if I did die like you know give it to my mom because (laughs) it's not much (laughs) (laughs) exactly my life is worth nothing in this time (laughs) right right yeah, so I think that was one of the moments where it truly, like, hit me in the face. And then, it was, like, the same year, um, I just, you know, had gotten invited to a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. So, it was just, I don't know, it was so strange. It was just a big year of change. Yeah. I started a new job, you know, started, like, a new relationship just a bit before that. Um, you know, my social life is changing and I'm adjusting to that as we're getting older my friends are getting married and having babies so going baby <laughs> showers weddings and bridal showers and you know that kind of stuff yeah. is just changing especially go, going you know with my boyfriend versus me typically going to these things with you know my mom or mm-hmm. both my parents you know what I mean yeah so, I mean I don't yeah, but I, I can imagine what you mean <laughs> towards the right direction that you think will be adulting and then everything mm-hmm. else happens and just more changes and it's just oh everything's so unknown yeah a lot of unknowns a lot of uncertainties a lot of just you know yeah. what do I do do I you know need to file my taxes right away what if I don't have everything I need how do I know if I have everything I need oh, you know things yeah. like that That's... oh man like I need to know get something to clean my house but I don't want it to you know smell harsh I'm like how do I know what's a good thing to use mm-hmm. or I have sensitive skin what if it breaks me up I don't remember like all this stuff <laughs> you know what I'm saying like no I my t- mom would know or like I'm like I don't know like <laughs> I totally feel it. you on that one yeah yeah like I you know when I first moved into my house I like flooded it and I was like oh my goodness what the heck happened and it's because <laughs> The washing machine and the dryer weren't like hooked up properly, so the water from the washing machine just went everywhere. Oh and I was no. just like, my God. That's that's a whole nother level. That's a first on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Flooded, yeah, my entire living room. I had to like, oh call my, my friend and neighbor, Sean, and he's like, okay, let's, let's do this. <laughs> 
wow that's funny i love i love your story because it just you're folding it's you're you're folding your story itself we are we are like very far into all these episodes and i still cannot english properly and that's just become (laughs) part of my brand (laughs) but i love how your story is kind of just it starts off with like essentially getting your big girl job and then just everything else is kind of unwinding and making its way into like yeah this is it this is it this is another aspect this is another aspect and it just keeps (laughs) evolving into something that you're like well damn right and it's not like you know I have a lot of older friends that I'm like hey you know you've been doing this longer than I have like you've been you know Mm-hmm. Um, like in a relationship longer, like how did you do, you know, this for the first time or how was this the first time? Like I feel like everyone, you know, for the most part that I'm friends with is we're all around the same stage where um, we're doing things for the first time like a year or two apart, you know what I'm Yeah. So it's like you could ask someone but they don't have a lot of experience or they're like, you know what, we just figured this out or we still haven't mm-hmm. figured out how to do whatever. So... That's so true. I I haven't thought about it that way, but that's you bring up a very valid point. Um, The fact that, yeah, we are all of our friends or like we put ourselves in these friend groups where Mm -hmm. you're not essentially all the same age. You're kind of all different ages. But what's funny is like each of the ages we are is like a different age where you kind of reach a certain milestone in life. Right. And that makes that like light bulb literally because that's you say that and I'm just thinking back to like back when I have friends who are older than me that like just bought their own house and so like they went through that eventually I'll go through that and then I can reach out to them and be like so how was it like in the process or like people I don't know just doing other shit that like I haven't gotten to yet but I know that like once I get to the age that they're at right now like I'll probably be there too Like, you know, starting in college, you, you get a member's job and all that stuff. Like, 
another part of the change of life, like getting used to being around this person that I love 24 hours a day, seven <laughs> days a week with very minimal contact, <laughs> you know, to the outside world. <laughs> Like, so. <laughs> actually in person and also, like, via on the phone because you just out there over there in the middle of nowhere. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's different. And then, you you know, trying to be respectful because, of course, you know, on top of all of this, you have very different work schedules, you know. So <laughs> I go in earlier, I get off earlier because it's a little later, I get off a little later, but... You know, it's four o'clock and I'm off work and you know, by the time six o'clock comes around, I've been off for two hours and I'm just like I've been so quiet and all I want to do is make noise <laughs> You know, or I've been yeah. like preoccupying or occupying myself and all I want to do is, you know, hang yeah. out with you and play video games and not yeah. Sit here and crochet or <laughs> like <laughs> learn more introverted activities. Yes, yeah. Yes. That's something uh, I noticed. Um, I surround myself with friends who are essentially kind of like all outgoing and all have essentially more extroverted versus introverted personalities. Like, uh, and it's just so funny because during this whole pandemic, I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to all of y'all and we're all just like, we need to get the fuck out, but we can't get the fuck out. Like, we need to go out and do stuff. I can't wait to go back and do this. I can't wait. Like, it's just so funny because we're all essentially having the same personality, like, crisis where it's like we can't be ourselves because we can't do anything. Yeah. And it's just, it's it's been like, you know, uh, I don't know, like, I guess it's more like sombering time. I feel like sombering is the wrong word, but I know it's not humbling, but it's just more of like a, I don't know. Like a, like a reflective period type of thing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but it's just like, it's allowing people, I feel like, to connect more too. Yeah. We're disconnecting in a way. (laughs) You know what I'm trying to say? Like, even though I can't go and see you and you can't come visit, you know, like me and Jordan up here, Mm -hmm. um, we can't, you know, like the other, like, or not the other night, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago and we, you know, like, y'all, FaceTime each other for like six hours. We were on FaceTime for six hours, which was way overdue. Yes. Way overdue. Yes, it was way overdue. I haven't seen y'all since y'all came to visit me. Um, well, you know, like, yeah. Like, December or something. Not past, but like, it was a while ago. A while like, ago. Y'all, we haven't been together yet. Yeah. In like a couple of years physically. Like, I know separately we've been together, but mm-hmm. it's been a minute. So it's super nice to. <laughs> talk with y'all and laugh yeah yeah i see i see what you're saying in the mode of like yeah we're being disconnected from like the outside world but it's in a way bringing us more connected to people because we want to actually like talk to people so we'll call them we'll facetime them we'll get connected to them through everything that's like online and all that stuff so yeah for sure yeah yeah and like uh, so the camp that I, I work there and I volunteer there and I'm a professional staff over there. Uh, we hire people from all over the world. So mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, I actually FaceTimed one of my friends named Kira Kingston and she's in Australia. Uh, and we chatted, you know, just for like an hour. Um, 
because the time difference, you know, so it was like five-ish, I think, or four-thirty-ish for me, and like eight in the morning for her, so she was like, oh, you know, it's my Friday, I'm getting up for work, none of that. So it was just like a quick little, like, chat, that, you know, I've talked to her multiple times about the quarantine, and when she was here in America, up until like October, I was like thinking to myself, this is the most, you know, consecutive amount of time, or the, the, the longest amount of time, chunk of time, this time right here is the most number of times that I've talked to Kayla, uh-huh. you know, versus like a whole like year and a half yeah. year. You know, and it's just like, yeah. it's blowing my mind because I'm like, <laughs> I wasted, you know, so much precious like face-to-face time with people because I, you know, put work before, you know, social gatherings yes. or I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, like I'm too tired, I'm just not going to make that a priority. And now that hanging out is basically against the law. All I want to do is connect with everyone and hang out. You know, it's yeah. my social life more of a priority. Talk yeah. to my friends more, see them more, and be with them yes. and my family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how something essentially so dark and just all that can kind of make us do that type of thing. Yeah, um, truly put, like, life into perspective sometimes. Yes, too. yes. Um, but just like men- mental note for all of the listeners, um, we're recording this on May 8th and essentially stay at homes and like self-isolation and self-quarantines started essentially March like 8th, 9th. So it's been what, March, April, May. It's been exactly three months um yeah. since the entire like world shut down in a way um yeah which is crazy to think about because in a way like it feels like the longest three months but it also feels like it went by really fast mm-hmm. uh but yeah so it's it's may 8th it's been three months of self-isolation turned into like an official pandemic turned into everyone's working for, or as like essential workers are the only ones out there. Uh, some people are not working. Lots of people are unemployed, and we're still kind of in that world where it's like self or essential workers. States closed down, which is insane to me. The fact that like states were fully able to shut down is yeah. just is just weird. And now we're at the stage where like states are slowly starting to open up, and then people are going back to, like, I'm sorry, this is my opinion, but people are going back to, like, being stupid. Yeah. And thinking that corona's gone, but it's still there. Um, so, yeah. Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest because I keep seeing all this stuff of, like, crowded places, and I'm like, it's not over. It's just we need to still be apart. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, watching um, the governor so fast because we literally feel like wait you just told us like no we're completely staying at home and now you're like oh now you can go to these places now you can go to hair salons now you can go to that right. but it's like limited right, and 
Yeah, and I appreciate the fact that, like, they are starting to open things back up because I I hate seeing people, like, just be stuck at home and especially people who had a job and lost a job because of it and now they, like, are able to go back. I love that fact. Yeah. But the fact that, like, people still need to practice being safe. Like, it's the whole safe mm-hmm. sex talk, but, like, safe corona talk, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's that's enough corona talk for now. Just stay safe, people. <laughs> self-isolate if you yeah. still want to self-isolate. Like, just be Wear cautious. Yes. It may not be required in a lot of places, but still, wear your mask. Because not only are you protecting yourself, but you're also protecting other people if you happen to be one of those people who silently carries the virus. Yeah. Like, how I look at it is, like, I don't know if other people are, you know, taking it as seriously as I am or if it's yeah. you know, as conscious as I am or as mm-hmm. clean, so I'm going to be as clean as I possibly can exactly. so I don't have to worry about, yes. know, becoming sick. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for coming to our TED Talk. We will be here um, as long as we need to be here. If you want to hear more TED Talks, just let us know. (laughs) But really, we're going to start a new podcast after this, and it's going to be Charlie Hughes and Educational Lectures by two very probably undereducated people for this topic. Yep, very much. (laughs) Asterix, this is a very... Yep. Oh, man. Life. Oh, man. Um, Okay, so... Like I told you before we started recording, the conversation's going to go into whatever direction we want to go to. Right, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of how it flows. But I wanted to ask you, sorry, my Siri is mm-hmm. trying to talk to me. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you about your, um, your experience with Texas Lions Camp. So, do you kind of want to first off explain what Texas Lions Camp first say those people who are not from Texas or not from like the Hill Country area that may have not okay, heard about yeah. it? Okay, sure. So, Texas Lions Camp, right, focus Jasmine, uh, is a camp for children uh, who live in the state of Texas that have any sort of like physical disability, um, cerebral palsy, type 1 diabetes, Down syndrome, you know, we allow them to come to camp free of charge and it's all sponsored by the Lions Club of Texas Mm -hmm. and it's just truly a magical and wonderful time. Um, I found out about it through another one of our IA friends, Kayla McLeod. Mm -hmm. Uh, She had worked there one summer and she's another recreational therapist major so she's like, yeah, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do my field work. You should think about coming. So I was like, uh, maybe, you know, if I got accepted to work at another camp, I don't know, man. <laughs> and then we had an agency fair. Um, I walked by the table. I think, um, I don't know, there were like three people there, I think it was, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, like, I remember talking to um, Bailey Carter, who was a member of the professional staff there, who interviewed me um, for camp and, like, hired me for my first summer, like, about, like, food or something or something, like, completely unrelated to camp at all mm-hmm. they invited me to dinner um she was like yeah well you know you're digging your vibe basically let's have an interview really fast and I'm like okay <laughs> so I had an interview for Texas Lions camp 
in the camp van parked behind Pluckers in the San Market. I <laughs> love that so much. Yeah, it's at like 9 o'clock at night. So it was like, If that doesn't explain like college life and impromptuness, I don't know what does. Yeah. I feel like that whole story just sounds very college Like, <laughs> I went to go interview for a job, and I didn't know it wearing, you know, like, Nike shorts and yeah. a tank top or something. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> we talked about food, and she offered me a job. <laughs> <laughs> How I wish all job interviews started. <laughs> if only. Well, cool. Yeah, so, yes, so I... It's okay. I was like, wait a second. Did she answer the question or where are we now? <laughs> we, were, we were starting to and then we got distracted and now we're circling back. So um, I worked there for two full summers and I was there for two full summers. Uh, I was an activity leader of workshop. Um, you know, I was a part of like unit during my time there, like eight, seven, five, and three so a lot of different units both female units because you know they need help with yeah taking kids to get meds and stuff but yeah so then i volunteered there two weeks for three summers and now i'm a part of the professional staff and this would have been my first summer as a part of the professional staff but mm-hmm. and they said no more you know covid talk but due to yeah. covid we had to cancel our summer season this year mm-hmm. so so yeah but yeah that's, that's it <laughs> yeah I'm very happy for you that you're like working in a place that you love and that you kind of worked towards like worked hard to get towards and I'm very excited for you I'm sad that like your first official season got canceled but I am excited for like what your future seasons and all that stuff will look like Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to talk, yeah. how did that, um, I know you probably weren't in the, like, higher-ups discussing, like, the whole camp's future, but um, mm-hmm. as part of, like, that leadership staff, how do, how did all of that, like, unfold the whole, like, how did you guys, I guess my question is, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, like, kind of where was Texas Lions camp at and then how are you guys now like what's the plan for y'all if there's no summer Um, camp okay yeah so like in the beginning like I said I started in February so Mm -hmm. um things weren't as bad then yeah um I mean things were bad but they weren't they weren't like in U.S. bad yeah like we Mm -hmm. were not the stage we are right now um so you know during the whole month of, like, February, basically, like, to me and my boss and, you know, an intern or me and another co-worker were traveling all around Texas, going to different schools, attending, like, job fairs mm-hmm. and things like that, talking to people and shaking hands and trying to recruit people for camp mm-hmm. because, you know, at that time, like, we were like, oh, yeah, camp's happening, Yeah, you know? There's no doubt about it. Like, we're still interviewing people and taking in applications and for doing background checks and hiring and doing all this stuff to get ready for our 2020 summer season. You know, no issues. And then, you know, March happened. Um, you know, the beginning of March happened. He's like, hmm, you know, there were questions, maybe mm-hmm. little whispers here too. Like, should we have camp? I don't know. I think everything's okay. We're coming yeah. forward. Um, I left actually in March for a week to go to Iceland. 
um, and this is foolish, I will never probably ever do it again, but every time I go on vacation, I turn off my notifications for news because I'm like, I'm on vacation, I don't uh-huh. want to be worried about the things happening yeah. at home, I can't fix them anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. Dumb. So, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> so we're over there, I'm having a great time, mind you, I'm also traveling by myself um, through like an organization, but I'm having a great time. I get, like, a phone call from my mom, and she's like, are you going to be able to come back home? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's only a few more days. Like, of course I'm coming back home. Like, if you're worried about my knee, because I had surgery on my knee, I was like, my knee feels fine. Like, I should take it, you know? And yeah. she's like, no, like, have you not been, you know, looking at the news or, like, reading anything? And I'm like, no, nah, lady. I'm, I'm enjoying my time. Yeah, like, I don't have time for that. Like, I'm too busy having a great time on vacation. <laughs> I'm not trying to be stressed. <laughs> so, um, anyway, she's like, yeah, like, President Trump is doing this. Borders are going to get shut down starting these days, da 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 And I was like, ooh, it's okay. Maybe, well, I don't know, maybe I can't get home. Who knows? I hope mm-hmm. I can. So, anyway, from that time to coming back to camp, like, a it felt like a switch was literally flipped. Like, yeah, we went from zero to 100. Real and quick. I was just like, real quick, yeah. And I was just completely confused about everything <laughs> because the world had changed so much. And, you know, yeah. it felt like a short amount of time to me, a week, but was, you know, long enough to, you know, completely derail many, many plans and things. But, yeah, so it went from, oh, yeah, we're going to have camp to we don't know yet. And mm-hmm. then, you know, things keep changing. The rules become stricter. Countries start shutting down. Yeah. And then it was like, well, how can we have camp when the population that we serve, you know, are individuals with disabilities or mm-hmm. individuals who can't, you know, breathe on their own yeah. or who can't communicate on their own or who can't, you know, regulate their own body temperature? Like, how are we going to you know, ask their parents and ask them to come here, potentially risking themselves and their lives for camp, Yeah, you know, putting immediately compromised people all together, you know, for a week, and then changing people to send them back all over the state, you know, week after week after yeah. week for a full summer season, while simultaneously asking, you know, international staff from Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, Dublin, mm-hmm. UK, like, you know, Africa, like, to fly to us, yeah. you know, putting themselves at risk, you know, going through airports and securities and getting on different planes and coming in contact with even more people, like, it just became, like, how can we ask them to risk their own mm-hmm. safety for something that doesn't discriminate against race, gender, sexual orientation, you know, color, like, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, then it was, like, us, okay, thinking, how can we still do camp and provide our community with something that we know is beneficial. So now, um, campus canceled as of last week, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so that was a tough pill to swallow, but it needed to be done, and I cried a little bit, even though. Oh, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, it's yeah, it's so, rough. Yeah, so it's okay though. We had like a Zoom meeting today with our international staff and domestic staff, so that was really nice. That's it was, like good. super short, but really yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so now we're trying to think like, okay, how can we still, you know, like I said, serve the community, you know, serve our kids and still maintain like a healthy relationship with our, you know, Lions Camp family. So we're thinking and trying to develop ideas and ways to do like a virtual camp or like online camp. Um, 
you know, that way everyone is still, yeah, like, that way everyone is still, you know, involved in camp and trying to get some sort of camp experience without having to cross, you know, social distancing barriers and break the rules, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's... Yeah, but so it's, it's, I don't know, we're we're thinking, we're trying to figure out how. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully... If all goes well, we'll have that, and mm-hmm. we'll do that at some point in the summer. <laughs> I don't know when, but that's the goal as of right now, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's a good, I mean, that's the best y'all can do in a situation yeah. like this. Especially, which is something I love about Texas Lions Camp, is the fact that you guys have so many um employees who come from all over the world just to work with y'all for for summer seasons. I love that, and the fact that you guys are still kind of including them in everything is really awesome, because I'm pretty sure yeah. you guys get a lot of returning counselors, and it's probably just as much as part of their life as it is part of y'all's lives. Yeah, like, it's, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm having a hard time coming up with words to <laughs> describe it, other than, like, you know, like, it's a family, like, you mm-hmm once you're a part of, like, this family, like, they truly do care and love you and will take care of you and have your back no matter what. Like, when I, like, was moving up here, um, I had had surgery, like, I think a month and a half prior to moving, maybe Mm -hmm. two months almost, and I still couldn't, like, walk, and I couldn't truly, like, drive, and, like, I was having just issues, and I couldn't lift anything, and I couldn't move anything, and I was still having to wear this huge brace, and use a crutch, and all these problems so like when I moved up to camp it was like my parents my boyfriend my boyfriend's brother um and I was like okay well this is it here we go and me trying to like move my stuff and get it in there but you know again you're a part of the Lions Camp family when you're there so it was like my boss Karen Ann who was helping me move in um she came for visit the next day and then like my friend Jess and then my friend Sean like they were there like both days sorry and Sunday mm-hmm. like helping me move stuff That's and nice. helping my mom and helping Curtis and I was like oh I love y'all we'd be struggling so hard without you guys and it took maybe I don't know like three hours to unpack everything put everything wow. away and then load up everything like, yeah because like they were there mm-hmm. and it was just like truly like oh so blessed right now to have them because, you know, I needed that help, and they were here to help me and support me yeah. and be here for me, have my back. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, on another note, because mm-hmm. you talking about it meant remi- English reminded me of another thing I wanted to ask you about. I want to ask you about your trip to Iceland because um, – it, it was just solo trip for you and I kind of want to get your um, perspective on travel solo travel because um, I did it recently to Canada in December and mm-hmm. I'd love to hear kind of your take and like your experience with that and also just like how was Iceland girl <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I absolutely love it I would 110% recommend like traveling by yourself but you know go through an agency so you're not 110% alone, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, someone overseas will know where you're sleeping and will know, like, call my mom at this number if something (laughs) happens to me, (laughs) right? Yeah. Um, But I love it. I did it last year. I went to London, Paris, and Amsterdam last year, again, solo trip. Um, But also, because we hire internationally, Mm -hmm. when I was in London, I met up with a couple of friends. When I was in Paris, I got up to meet up with one of my friends, and it was nice, and then I 
came, you know, of course back home. But I I love it. You meet some great people and especially on my Iceland trip, like I met a group of just absolutely wonderful people and we're actually gonna have um like another little uh like Skype date tomorrow. So I'm super excited to talk mm-hmm. to them just because we haven't talked in maybe like two or three weeks like on the Skype. So uh-huh. I'm excited about that. But I don't know, solo travel is good. <laughs> if you're fearful of it you know, just have faith and try because you never know until you do it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But yeah. I, you know, I've done it, you know, like four different countries. I was trying to do it again, like earlier today, even though I know everything is uncertain with COVID. <laughs> um, earlier today, I was like oh. looking for another trip for next year, That's, the end of next uh, year, just because yeah. I, I don't know, I love it. I would have to travel bug again. Yeah. That's how I if you feel. Save up, you can do it. Yeah, I oh, totally agree with you. Like last year, I saved up essentially beginning of the year, and I had enough money to go to Canada for a week for my birthday. And this year, I started saving again at the beginning of the year. And depending on where COVID takes us by the end of the year, I may or may not be taking another birthday trip to another country. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm making it like a. Every year for my birthday, I want to go somewhere new and do it right. solo um, mm-hmm. type of thing. And so this year, I mean, I want to start thinking about it, but I'm also just like, again, uncertain what's going right. to be like, happening really in December. Time and do this yeah. yeah. Like last year, I yeah. had my trip planned in October, or at least I like had mm-hmm. my flights and stuff booked in October. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, it was like, um, I think it was June. Yeah, it was like June last year. I was like, all right, I'm booked. I've already, you know, put, like, money away for this, you know, put a deposit down on my trip. That's, you know, 2020 April. Yeah. And it was great. Sorry, not April, March. My first trip was in April. (laughs) Well, I can't. I can't do dates. <laughs> you can't do dates. I can't do English. You know, we're a match made in heaven. Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had fun in Iceland. Your pictures looked yeah. amazing. Thank and you. And I feel like definitely, I love hearing your perspective on like solo travel because you, and I hope to get to kind of how you are when you solo travel in like getting to meet people and stuff because I that was my first time going by myself and I was very shy and like didn't really approach anybody or didn't really try to talk Mm -hmm. to anybody. But I also like planned the trip completely by myself. Like I didn't do a, like a group type of thing. Um, and so that's kind of something like I want to work towards kind of how you did where you like met people or you were able to meet up with people. Cause again, you had the chance to like know people from different countries and stuff like that. Um, so I look to you as an inspiration for my travels. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, girl. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Yes. But yeah, I mean, you know, and then also, like, I'm diabetic, so, like, it's me traveling solo yeah. with, you know, a, a disability, basically, or it's a disability. I don't like to think it is, but whatever. Um, you know, with this medical condition mm-hmm. that can change, you know, again, as quick as a switch, so take that into consideration too as my mom gets upset when she thinks about it but I like to think that you know <laughs> living my best life <laughs> yeah that's the way to do it <laughs> yeah but I mean no fear you know 
Life's too short, man. Life's too short. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, well, Jasmine, do you have any questions for me before we get to the mug of questions? Uh, yeah. When are me, you, and Jordan going to have another girls' night in? You I'm know? talk about, you know, rom-coms on Netflix <laughs> and discuss if they're social distancing or not. <laughs> I uh, was about to ask you the same thing before we started recording this. I was going to be like, hey, after we record, do you want to, like, go back to watching Netflix, all three of us together on FaceTime? <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just bombard Jordan with phone calls. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm ready. I can eat my Sonic and drink my slushie at the same time as we watch. And for those of y'all listening, we are talking about the Jordan who has been on an episode before. Um, all mm-hmm. three of us were RAs together, and that's how we met. And yep. so, yeah, that all three of us had a six-hour conversation two weeks ago, and we'll probably have another six-hour conversation <laughs> sometime soon, probably tonight. Who knows? Yeah, probably. <laughs> for being real but no yeah jasmine came up with this great idea since we're in covid pandemic to watch (laughs) rom-coms and to blatantly make note and out loud shout when they're not practicing social distancing in the movies (laughs) which i thought was a great idea (laughs) so yeah i think we should turn it into like a tiktok thing yes yeah, so like we watched what it was candy jar or something like that, candy dishes. I don't know. Candy something with Yeah, it was something. Candy Land, candy Land or Candy yeah. I think it was Candy Jar, possibly. Okay. you know let us know i mean yeah i would hope we're the first people to think of it but probably not we could be we could be just as i am obsessed with tiktoks so is jasmine so is jordan and all we do is yes, send each I other have... tiktoks <laughs> So we need to make you a true TikToker. We trick doctor. I cannot talk. That's okay. Maybe you should get to the jar. That way you can mess your vocal cords. So in 10 minutes when we try to talk to Jordan, you'll be ready. Yeah, I'll just like drink a bunch of water. I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do some vocal exercises. All right. Well, Jasmine, this brings us yeah. To the end of the episode, where we bring out the mug mm-hmm. of questions. And this mug okay. is, I can't wait to show it to you whenever I can see you in person and interview you in person, because this will not be the mm-hmm. only time you'll be an, a guest. Um, but it's a beautiful cool. do- donut mug that was gifted to me by a student last year. Okay. And so I want you to pick a number between one and four for your question. Uh, let's go with three. Okay. One, two, 
three is the winner. Let's see. What was your first concert? Ooh, my first concert. Uh, I don't know if this will count or not, but my first concert was probably when I was in high school and I was like an athletic trainer in high school okay. and I had to go and work mm-hmm, at the San Antonio Rock and Roll Marathon. Oh, and nice. I think it was, yeah, so that was pretty cool. But I think it was like most Lonely Boys. I think they were playing that day. We got to see them because you know we were volunteer to work there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if you count that, that was my first concert. <laughs> Nice, nice. I think my first concert that I can think of was um, mm-hmm. going to the mall. You know what? There may mm-hmm. be one before this, but I don't remember it. This is the only one that I remember. Um, going to the <laughs> mall. You know, malls would always have, like, concerts or stuff, like, in the middle of their yeah. stuff. So, High Five. Do you remember High Five? Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. So, High Five was, like a kids show and they were like a musical group type thing they would dance and sing songs and it was like five i think they were late teenagers maybe young adults dressed in like the most primary of colors and just going about and (laughs) my brothers and i were obsessed with them as children and i feel like that was one of my first concerts and it's just great. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High five. I'm about it. High five. Cool. If y'all haven't heard of them, y'all should look them up. And if y'all haven't heard of them because you're so young, um, damn, I feel old now. I mean, if you're old, I'm a granny, I guess. <laughs> All right. My question now is... Oh, this one's a long one. <laughs> what the heck? Oh. What are you watching on Netflix, Hulu, Disney, etc.? Ooh, okay. Um, currently on Netflix, I am watching the final or the most, the final, I guess, the most recent season of 13 Reasons Why. Um, Ooh, yeah, okay. I had it. I'm like, I'm finally getting on my list that I've had so many things on it and I'm finally marking things off. Uh, quarantine let me do that (laughs) and so now i'm catching up on uh 13 reasons why hulu i am Uh not watching anything on hulu right now disney plus i started watching boy meets world oh okay yeah so i'm on the first season of boy meets world because i'll typically just watch that watch watch that wow watch that (laughs) before i go to bed like a couple episodes every night um, and that's pretty much it. Streaming-wise, I am watching the most current on-TV season of 90 Day Fiancé because that is my obsession. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes, it is. And you send it to us in our group, and <laughs> I lose it at work sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so that is my what's on live TV right now obsession is 90 Day Fiancé because this season is wild. I, yeah, from what you sent us, I'm like, my goodness, what, what is this? It is a shit show. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> my gosh. All right. Do I answer this question, too? <laughs> you can answer it if you want to. Uh, okay, so on Hulu, I'm not watching anything on Netflix. I just finished, um, or we just finished Waco okay. not too long ago. Oh my gosh, that was traumatizing. I just, uh, so sad. Uh, so, 
And she wanted a good tearjerker, watch mm-hmm. Waco. Okay. Um, and then recently we both started watching Dave on Hulu. Oh, my gosh. Whoa, so oh, is that the little Dicky show? Little Dicky. Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. When, oh my gosh, when my younger brother, when the middle child was like in limbo of moving to his new duty station and staying at home, he was here. And then the, Mm -hmm. the youngest child had just like college just shut down. We started to watch Mm -hmm. it and they finished it or they caught up and I have not caught up yet, but we were dying in the living room together laughing. Yes. Yeah, so, like, I I don't know how this happened. I think we fell asleep at it on, like, Hulu just on one day. Mm-hmm. And I just remember, like, waking up in the middle of the night, and it's just on, like, season one, episode five of this show. And I was like, what the hell? What is <laughs> happening? Like, I don't, like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't remember watching this. And then, like, we turned it off, and then Curtis ended up watching it, like, halfway through like the next day and I was like hold on like why are we still watching this show that I don't even remember watching so then we started it over again um and we just finished it today and (laughs) I just I lost my shit the entire time it's so funny yeah it's so good all right you get one more question so pick a number okay between one and four uh let's go ahead and go with four okay one two Your question is Share a weird Job application story A job application story? Yeah Um Hmm Job application story I guess it would have to be my camp one (laughs) (laughs) That is true Yeah That is a Like a weird one That ended up positively (laughs) Yeah And here we are You know (laughs) Like, I'm five years later, and here I am working <laughs> as a professional at a camp. Yep. Funkin' on me. There you uh, go. That would have to, yeah, definitely be my weirdest one where I didn't even put an application and I was interviewed that basically, like, you're high. So, <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then, of course, like, I had to apply, like, an actual human being. Yeah. So. Which only makes sense, you know? They need the, yeah. they need the paper trail. <laughs> yeah. Left school than talking in a van behind fuckers at night. Yeah. Catchy and dark. <laughs> um, my weird job application story involves the San Antonio Aquarium and just its sketchiness. Oh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a weird place. Sex. Yeah, don't go. Yeah, don't no give them money. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I almost had a job there, and I'm glad I was creeped out by the whole interview process and like application process that I didn't get a job that I didn't accept it um my question and this is the final question if you could go back in time to meet someone who would you meet Ooh. 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 Hmm. Good. all right I think I'm gonna take um a little bit of a maybe like a, a too corny of a route but <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go corny. I don't know if it's against the rules, because technically... There are no rules. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'm going to meet, like, my granny. Okay. She passed away, yeah, when I was, like, two. Mm -hmm. So, like, I have one and a half memories. I'll be generous and say one and a half memories of Uh her. So, I would just like to go back and hang out with her a bit more, maybe at this age, so I can ask her some more questions. Yeah. 
I don't know how profound a conversation with a two-year-old would be. So. I love that, though. That doesn't, that does not, that's not, in my opinion, that's not corny at all. Because I was, when you said corny, I was thinking you were going to be, like, naming some celebrity that, like, everybody wants to meet or something from back in the day. Like, I oh, love okay. that. That is very sincere, like, you want to meet someone type thing. Yeah, I just, you know, I've obviously, like, heard great things about her. I just hope she would live up to that. Uh, I'm sure she would, you know, exceed expectations mm-hmm. if I ever got the chance. Yeah. To... Yeah, so that's what I would want. Um. <laughs> ooh, I don't know. If I could go back in time to meet someone, who would I meet? I don't know who I would want to meet. Um, I would actually, I would want to go back and meet like Walt Disney, honestly. Really? Yeah, I would want to just like kind of meet, I would want to be his friend and kind of just watch the whole magic happen of him like essentially creating Disney just because it's so much of my life and I love Disney things. And just to go back and meet the person who created something I love would be pretty cool, I would think. Jasmine? Hello? Oh, hello. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Okay, you're good. I was like, I think I lost her, but it's still on. No, I mean, my phone is at like 5%, but we're okay. Oh, Um, no, no, it's okay. What I said was like, that's cool. I'm so sorry. I said it's cool. Like, I would want to go back and meet good old Walt, too. It's okay. Don't apologize. I was just like, I don't think the phone, like, I don't think the call dropped because it's still showing that I'm on a call with her. Yeah, that was me. I like heard my phone beep and I was like, what's happening? And I had to check it and it was a battery giving me a warning. It's all good. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is fine. And then you were like, yeah, well, Disney. And I was like, yeah, well. Well, it's okay that your phone is at 5% because, Jasmine, we made it to the end of the podcast. Even after all of our many, many mistakes. We made it. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, Jasmine. Of course. This has been super fun. I had a blast. Yay! I hope I did well. I'm so excited. Thank you, everybody who listens. Y'all can listen now wherever you want to listen to podcasts. I just discovered that I'm finally on iHeartRadio and TuneIn Radio and a bunch of other things that I can't remember off the top of my head that I tried to submit to and never got notified on, and I'm actually on there. I searched, and I'm there. So y'all can listen to the podcast wherever you want. Y'all can keep up with me on Instagram, on YouTube. I'm still working on my Canada vlogs. I'm sorry. I'm slow. I'm lazy. You'll get them sometime. <laughs> yeah right now tiktok's kind of taken over and even with tiktok i've kind of slowed down because now i'm like physically going back to work um mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of my life update that i like hinted at at the beginning but never fully dove into i worked from home for like a month and we're finally this f- right today is friday today we finished our first week back at work um, only wow. open for children of essential workers because that's what we're only allowed to do right now. Um, so it's mm-hmm. been nice. It's been very quiet at work, but it's just nice to be able to like get out of the house and go somewhere 
for like eight hours yeah. a day and not be stuck. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry, I keep talking. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Thank you, Jasmine. Okay. Do you have anything to say to the listeners before I say goodbye? Uh, no, thanks for listening. Look out more of, uh, you know, Eileen's podcast. And <laughs> come work at Six of Lions Camp next yes. summer. <laughs> Stay safe, social distance, six feet apart, wear your mask, do all the things to keep you safe. Yes. And if you're listening to this and COVID has been cured, you know, still yes. be safe out there. Okay, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's all for this episode. I will talk to y'all on the next one. Goodbye. Bye.